finding your beginning. In the introduction, we talked about the importance of finding your start point in your life and in your goals so you eventually reach your outcomes. Finding the start point can be sometimes very difficult for many people. The reason this is so hard is that people tend to focus on their past. It's important to understand that your start point is not where you began, but instead, it's about where you currently are. Let me say that again. Your start point is not where you began, but instead, it is about where you currently are. When you look at your current situation and you present a state of being, this will now be your starting point. It is from here, right now, in your life, at this present time, that you can now move forward towards your goals and towards your desired outcomes. You will never be able to fully experience your present state in life if your mind is always reverting to your past. I will not take away the impact of your past or what impact that it has made on the formation of your present. Yet, we have to keep in mind that you learn that your past does not control your present or your future. The only thing that will control tomorrow is your present decisions today. Find your beginning. It's important to ask a few simple questions. Who are you right now? This question may seem a little bit silly, and you may want to give yourself your, your name, like I am Chad, I'm Chad Nedlin, or I'm a dad, I'm a business person, I'm a mover, I'm a consultant, I'm a coach, I'm a stay-at-home mom, which I might add is probably the most important job in the world, so shout out to all the mothers. But instead of just looking at the obvious, I encourage you to look a little bit deeper within yourself. Ask yourself, what is it that makes me who I am? Think about how you feel about the world around you. Spend some time with the thoughts about how you were affected by the things, the circumstances, and the situations that you're in every single day. Who you are can sometimes be best understood when you pay attention to what others close to you are saying about you. And I'm not talking about those people who talk behind your back or decide to do whispers back and forth in front of each other when you're not listening. Instead, I invite you to talk to the people who are closest to you, the ones who love you, who care about you, the ones that you know have your best interest in mind. Ask them, who would you say that I am? This is the perception that the world has of you based on how you are presenting yourself to the world. It may not accurately represent you in your soul or in your spirit, but it will clearly give you an insight as to what your actions and your words convey to the world around you. It can sometimes be very beneficial to ask someone close to you that you trust to tell you who you are in their eyes. This, in turn, will actually give you some insight as to what's inside of you, maybe on a subconscious level, below the surface. Because much of the communication and presentation we do in the world is subconsciously. Another question you might want to ask is, what type of impact are you having in the world around you? When we truly assess our starting point, 
we will find that we have a direct impact in the world around us. It is imperative that we understand this relationship that we have with the world if we are going to fully understand how to change it. We may not fully understand your impact or potential within the world, but you will by the time you finish this book. I guarantee your life will not be the same as it was yesterday. Have you thought about your legacy? Most people never take the time to ask this question, but have you? Have you thought about what you would leave behind when you're gone? This is an important part of making your plan for your life. If you wish to take control of your life and then give it direction, you must have an idea of where you'd like it to go. You must create targets and goals and decide on specific outcomes that you can enforce and achieve on a regular basis. One of my favorite questions I love to ask is very simply this, how did I get here? <laughs> what course of action, what people did I talk to, what responses did I give to the world, circumstance, and situation, and the people in my life that brought me to the point that I'm in now? Okay. Okay, now is the time that you've all been waiting for, because you get to do what comes naturally. Now is the time to look at your past. That should be easy for many of you, because that's usually where you live from. I know this sounds a little bit harsh, but many people never actually live from their present state. In fact, I would venture say that no one lives entirely in the present, because all of us allow our lives to be affected by our past. Now I want you to spend some time thinking about how you got to where you are right now. What are some of the choices that you have made? What has brought you to this point right now reading this book? Did you choose one job over another? One job I chose right out of high school was to join the US military, which I mentioned earlier. This not only massively changed my life at that point, but it still affects my life today. I'm no longer in the military, yet I still find myself walking in step with people I'm next to. I find myself following basic customs and courtesies when it comes to wearing a hat indoors or outdoors. I show respect to people whether I feel that they've earned it or not based on their position in society or in my life. I still hold on to the specific disciplines that I learned over two decades ago. What I'm trying to impress on you now is the importance of a single decision and how it can affect the rest of your life. I also made some other choices in my life that were not so positive. Today I still reap the benefits, <clears throat> sarcasm in intended there. It's for this reason that I want you to take the time and really think about the decisions that you have made in your past, whether they be in relationships, in the workplace, with family, with friends, I don't want you to overlook even the smallest choice that you make. They may just have the greatest effect on your life in the long run. Have you ever stopped to think about the daily habits and activities that you do on a regular basis? Even something so simple as brushing your teeth, taking a shower, do you think that these are unimportant or inconsequential? If so, imagine if you will that you stopped taking a shower two years ago. How do you think your life would look different today? Would it be the same? If so, 
Maybe you should go take a shower. I'm willing to be clear. I'm willing to be honest. And I'm willing to bet strongly that your relationship with others would be vastly different. What do you think? Would it be different if you stopped taking care of yourself physically? For many of you who work with others, I would even venture to say that your job may not currently reflect what you do if you had not showered for two years. But for some, depending on the job, it may not affect your working environment much at all. Although I can most certainly say that it would change your working relationship with your co-workers. How about your thinking? Have you thought about your thinking lately? <laughs> have you stopped to spend any time assessing the thoughts that you have on a regular basis? Most people never take the time to stop and think about the thoughts that are going through their head. Yeah, that's right. There is great power in our subconscious mind. It comprises the majority of our thoughts and it, it rules the decisions, the actions, and the interactions that we give on a habitual basis. And by that, I mean most of them. Most of what we do throughout a day isn't even consciously thought about. Our subconscious is made up of the thoughts that we do not give our attention, our attention to consciously. Yet studies have shown that it is our subconscious thinking that holds the greatest power over our actions and decisions. As you will learn in the future chapters, sometimes it is the things that we give the least amount of attention to that tend to give us the greatest influence in our lives. I know it sounds counter uh, to what you may have heard commonly, but you'll understand as we continue to move forward. I'll go deeper later on. Finally, let us not forget the people in our lives. We must think about the people that we have allowed to influence us in our past. I'd like you to write this down. Who in your life has had the greatest positive influence at this point? Who in your life has had the greatest negative influence in your life? The way this was shared with me is that I was told to think about the person who had the greatest influence in my life from childhood to the point where I am right now. Then they blatantly looked at me and asked, so was that influence positive or negative? Admittedly, I told them that it was negative, and with a blunt stone, he simply looked at me in the eye and he said, It's time to eliminate that person from your life today. <laughs> wow, that blew my mind. It was all about making space. Now it's time for you to stop and think about the things such as making space in your life. If I was going to introduce principles, and techniques into your life that would help you achieve a better tomorrow, then we're going to have to make some space for something new. Many people falter right here because they try and begin new things in their life before taking any of the old things out and making space. This leads to a sense of overwhelm and defeat. So instead of overwhelming ourselves and ultimately being defeated by the very thing that can help us succeed, we will simply eliminate the very things that keep us from achieving our goals. I know this may sound a little bit drastic, but it's very necessary if you're going to change your life and the course that you're heading. 
don't be afraid. Don't be scared. I'll walk with you through the whole process. And as we read this book together, I guarantee your life will change for the better. So let's take a look at your dream destination. Who is it that you ultimately want to be? I want you to spend some time right now just imagining who you would be if you were being your best self, experiencing your perfect outcome in life. I want you to think about how you would interact with others. What's the look on their face when you walk into the room? Think about how you would show up at work. Was your boss excited to see you? Did your co-works greet you with a smile, happy to know that you're there? I want you to think about your emotional state. If you were exactly the way that you wish you could be every day, how would you feel? What would be the emotions that flowed through your body? Identify the areas that would bring you the greatest level of joy and happiness, and then take a moment and write them out right now. It's also important to think about the ultimate impact that you want to have in the world around you. Spend some time focusing on the impact that you would like to have on your family, your friends, and your community. After you have written about what you would like, imagine doing it yourself. Be in that state and think about those things. Go ahead, take a few minutes and do that exercise. All right, I know you've taken the time to write those things down. So let's move forward. Remember when I told you earlier that the subconscious holds the greatest power in changing your life? This is the reason that you need to spend some time visualize being the person that you want to become. The more time that you spend assessing the person you are and being intentional about the person that you want to become, the faster you will begin to see the two looking more and more alike. Now here's a gold nugget that you may have heard, but maybe you haven't taken time to understand. When you imagine that best life, don't see it as something to attain, but instead visually place yourself in that moment and experience it every way that you can. I want you to try and hear the sounds. If you're outside, can you taste the air? Can you feel the breeze? Do you feel the sun on your hand? Or do you feel the coolness of a fall breeze? Do you hear the birds? Or do you hear the traffic? Or maybe a creek slowly babbling across the rocks? Experience this with everything that you can and make it as real as you can in your mind today. As we discuss the dream destination, it would be foolish to not address legacy and what you will leave behind. Your legacy is not something that is necessarily current or active. Your legacy is what will continue to live on after your body has perished. That's not as morbid as it may sound. It's not a morbid statement, but instead a thought of reality. It's important to realize that the ripple of our lives will continue to affect not just those that we love and who are in close proximity to us, but it will actually begin to affect the lives of those who are not yet even born. Our lives will continue to resonate eternally through the ripple effect. 
This may not yet make any sense to you at this point, but it will, I guarantee, if you'll just continue to hang on with me as I read through. For those of you who think everything is just about to getting a result as quick as possible, I've placed the next chapter specifically for you. <laughs> 